Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates, where leaders find the insights, advice, and encouragement they need to lead courageously. We are honored to have Bryce Lee on the show today. Bryce is a 20-year Air Force veteran. He's a nine-year police officer, and he's the creator of the Stoic Sentinel podcast, an excellent podcast. It's where I found him, and I can't recommend it enough. Throughout his two careers, he's held multiple leadership positions, including patrol corporal, field training officer, honor guard coordinator, and obtained the rank of E7 in the Air Force. He's the creator and the host of the Stoic Sentinel podcast, which applies the philosophy of Stoicism to improve the lives and careers of law enforcement officers. Bryce, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you having me on. Man, I was fired up when I found your podcast, and and uh, <laughs> because I have uh, I dabbled in the Stoic philosophy for a number of years. Uh, I'm sitting in my office right now, and right in front of me is a book called The Daily Stoic. I'm sure you're uh, oh, familiar yeah. with that. And I know I have my story on how I found this philosophy, but nobody cares about my story, Bryce. You're the sort of the expert out there that's really pushing this to the law enforcement. And I, I, I agree with you. It can help tremendously in a number of areas, specifically leadership, which is what this podcast is about. But I'm just curious, how did you discover this? Uh, so about two and a half years ago, I finally worked up the courage to go try out uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, completely humbled me and made me realize that there's a whole lot out there that I hadn't figured out yet. Um, if anybody gets anything new, um, I started watching videos and listening to podcasts and stuff. Well, one, uh, podcast and, uh, YouTube guy in particular, uh, goes by, uh, Jitsu. Um, he, uh, was talking about philosophy, uh, Ryan holidays books. Um, so I, picked up they had like a three pack um i don't know what was the ego is the enemy yep. stillness is the key and uh the obstacle is the way had never heard of this before this uh the philosophy of stoicism and it just it blew me away especially uh ego is the enemy um it kicked me square in the gut so i try to read that one at least once a year just to kind of remind me isn't that isn't that interesting this philosophy has been around for thousands of years and oh, yeah. it applies Probably better today than ever, but just like you didn't know about it at one time, and I didn't know about it at one time. I mean, you were had a military career, never knew about it. And much of these yeah. are, you know, a lot of these guys were warriors back in the day, and that's what his philosophy was born out of. That we had no clue. Why do you think that is? Uh, you know, I honestly don't know, and I think it's funny that the only reason I'd heard of Marcus Aurelius was from the movie Gladiator, and. Yeah, you hear of all the little things that the the Caesars did, but you don't hear about the one that basically just flipped it on its head and did everything he could to be. Burnt. You know, that's interesting, Bryce. You say that you found stoicism in jujitsu, and frankly, I have a similar story. I found jujitsu uh, based out of stoicism when I ran across that philosophy. It t obviously talks about humility and doing hard things. And, you know, sometimes, depending on where you, what position you are in the agency, you happen to be in a higher administrative role, you have to be very careful about your ego and about being humble and all those things. Because, to be honest, there are people that pretty much do what I say, and they're at my feet, at my beck and call, if I choose so. I don't believe in leading like that. But I knew I needed something like jiu-jitsu to sort of ground me 
because it is probably, as you know, and you've been down that journey, one of the most difficult things you can do because you're literally being beaten by little kids, right? I mean, people that have been doing this longer than you can just tear you up. Yeah, that was my very first experience was having a 13-year-old tap me out multiple times in one one uh, <laughs> role. So, yeah. Yeah, man. There's, I, there's, there's just I've there's, heard a lot that there's there's two top people, there's some that will uh, experience that and say I'm never doing this again, my ego can't handle it. And then there's the guy that says I have to know more of this. I have to be able to do this. And luckily I fell into that second camp. And I'm interested to get your take on this cuz do you find yourself having to force yourself sometimes to go Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the hardest part of jujitsu sometimes. I, I, uh, I'm a night shifter, and I make it a point to go to classes on my days off um, just because it's the harder thing to do. There's less people. So I get, yeah, getting up at 5 a.m. to drive to the gym when it's dark and cold. Yeah, it's, it's miserable, but there's no better feeling than getting it done. And, you know, first thing you do is have a few rolls and the rest of your day is set. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It certainly has been very helpful uh, because it does so much more. Obviously, it, it's self-defense for law enforcement, but it gives you so mm-hmm. much more. I can't really think of anything uh, that is even better. So I, I highly recommend that uh, for the folks out there. And and so that's that's exciting. So uh, you're two, 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 two and a half years in. So, you know, more than day yep. one. But compared to many other people, you don't know a lot. Right. That's pretty humbling. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you find the Stoic philosophy, just are just like you and I didn't know about this a few years ago, Bryce. A lot of our readers don't have any clue what we're talking about. Give us a quick kind of summary form of what Stoicism is. Um, basically deals with, I'll sum it up pretty, uh, pretty shortly, is controlling what we are able to control. There's some life that we just have absolutely no control over and do control our 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 attitudes and our actions pretty much everything that's internal comes from inside everything outside we may have some influence over but all we don't control the income of it um so that's pretty much the first lesson that out and basically just using the principles and the virtue of stoicism to kind of become the best possible person that you can be um they uh the stoics had what was called the sage so it was basically the, the perfect Stoic who doesn't exist, but it's somebody that we can all aspire to um, and just trying to become that person in our lives. And unlike a lot of philosophies, just kind of question what will that kind of stuff this is an actual um, it's a philosophy that you have to practice and you have to actually apply to your life to get anything out of it. And it's, basically making everybody around you and the world a better place by making yourself the best possible uh, human being that you can. Yeah. And you're, you're so right. There's so many things that we think we control. We think that we're in charge of, but stoicism sort of brings that down to, uh, to really, it, it speaks really, I would say to the common man, right? Like you don't yeah. necessarily, control when you die so live today and there's so many other things out there and uh, do you have a, a certain philosopher that's kind of your go-to marcus aurelius is kind of the the top one um i really like seneca and epictetus too um they both they, they just all come from backgrounds epictetus was a, a slave um and marcus aurelius was on the other end of the spectrum he was the most powerful man in the world he was a roman emperor um and 
they just show that no matter where you come from in life, you can be a good person and you can make a difference around you. And it's really all about uh, just knowing who you are, what you're capable of, and making sure that you put that into action. Yeah, and just to give our audience just some example, you know, I, I'll pick up this Daily Stoic book and any page you turn to, you know, less is more. The mind is all yours. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. A productive use for contempt, washing away the dust of life. What makes you a servant? I mean, it just gives you these ideas and concepts that kind of makes the world make sense in a very chaotic time, does it not? It does. They really, and I, and especially day and age where society is so comfortable, which is where I think a lot of problems come. Um, it goes to uh, yourself, making yourself do hard things, like you said with jujitsu. Um, really digging into why we act the way we do, and uh, I call it the emotional. I call it emotional trigger discipline. Um, so basically, yourself figuring out why you act. The way you know, what triggers you, what causes you to get upset. And um, basically, once you figure those things out, you can kind of see those, I just call it the emotional trigger discipline. So you're basically able to index that finger off that, that emotional trigger. So you're not walking around just pulling it at everything that happens throughout the day. You're able to kind of open it up, see what's out there, recognize things, and then you can choose what you respond to rather than just reacting to everything. I think um, every... Yeah, Stoicism has really helped with that. I think every police officer listening knows how gut-wrenching typical in-service training is, right? And obviously there's some yeah. of it that's good, but so much of it is not. But how powerful could this be if someone spent five, ten minutes a day studying these virtues compared to that typical in-service training? Highly beneficial, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and the virtues that we're referring to are the cardinal virtues they're called cardinal uh just like the cardinal uh directions on a, um so they're courage wisdom self-control and and justice and when i heard those the first time i was like what could possibly apply it to law enforcement more than those four virtues? um i think they just exemplify what a, what a cop is and, and should be yeah i i completely agree that was the first thing i thought of is why i was so attracted to is it seemed to apply so much to law enforcement so if we have people in our audience that are interested in that i know you've already said a lot but what immediate benefit will they get if they start studying uh, these philosophers basic application for how you should act day to day um and they focus very much on the on the moment um not getting too worried about what's to come because that's not promised to us not worrying too much about what's behind it. Um, it's it's really about being in the moment where um, and just really basing all of your decisions and actions on those four uh, virtues. Um, if you're having an issue with patience, then self-control part of it comes in. The wisdom comes in. Uh, and pretty much all of them rely on the courage to go out and actually apply these things because it's, it's honestly not easy to look at yourself, dig into why you are, are and what you are. Um, so many of us are just kind of floating through life, and I think this really grounds us and gives us that foundation to build uh, just our principles and things that we want to use to help make our decisions. Um, I think it was James Clear, one of the best quotes that I heard about that. Atomic Habits. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, where I got it from, it's that every decision you make is an action or decision that does not have an impact on, you know, down the road. Right. Um, I think that I thought that meshed really with stoicism. Now, Bryce, you come from a military background into law enforcement. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for that. A lot of some of the best cops I know have done that. And I uh, was involved in our academies and recruiting for many, many years. And that was the first place I would always look because it's well proven. Uh, you've already proven yourself out there. And, and uh, so I think it's amazing when when our military folks do that. But when it comes to leadership, and of course, this is about leadership, courageous leadership. I hear the same thing mm -hmm. from everybody. So I'm just curious for you. So give us a stark contrast to the leadership you saw on the military side versus when you entered law enforcement. Uh, well, I think one of the benefits that we have in the military is just how many leaders that we come across. Um, because, I mean, it's from here that just over somebody. Um, so every tier, we touch the wide spectrum of most evil possible manager you can find to the, the guy that you would follow into hell. Um, and I think law enforcement kind of suffers a little bit from that. Your department, you've only got a, a set number of people that you follow or that, that lead. Um, and so I think a lot of, a, a lot of what I was able to do in the military was unfortunately say, I'm never going to be like that guy and go off the, the negative side of it, building myself up to be who I didn't want to be led by. Um, and then I had a few just guys that like i said i would i would walk through hell for um and it was basically uh and, it, and i mean it transfers over the same the same um uh, characteristics that that worked in the military work in the police force it's always the humble guy that's uh willing to do what his people are doing um admit when he's wrong show that they're always learning uh and just being able or being willing to help out and the guy like uh, i just actually just told a story in my podcast because i just did one on uh field training officers and the leadership there i had guys i would go hey how do i do this job on the f-16 i've never done it before and they would scream at me and call me an idiot and you know embarrass me and tell me to go look it up i'd go ask somebody else like, yeah man let's go figure it out you know i haven't done it in a while but let's you know this is where you look it up let's do it I quickly realized the guy that was screaming at didn't know how to do it either. Yeah. It was easier for him to save face and make the new guy embarrassed instead of embarrass himself. Um, and I transferred that over into, into corporal where I'm jumping calls for guys on Fridays at the end of the day so that they get to go home on time. And, you know, I'm there doing paper for a little bit longer. I have to approve it anyway. So why not just write it too? But that meant so much. Um, and, so it's just giving yourself back. And unfortunately, I didn't see that whole lot in the military. I have seen it a few times in the police force. Uh, and, but that's, that's what I try to try to emulate as far as what I do. Yeah. I think we overcomplicate it, right? I mean, we have, oh, yeah. especially in law enforcement, we have all these schools and all these certifications and all this stuff we talk about, but very little of it is practical where you're going to literally change leadership the next day because we may have a lot of head knowledge. We don't have a lot of heart knowledge. And uh, and the other thing that I see as a stark difference is I ask all my military folks this. And I'm sure your answer is the same is when was the first time the military taught you about leadership? And they generally say the first day, you know, basic training, first yeah. day leadership. 
Well, in law enforcement, it's like this behind the curtain, super secret thing that you have to pass a test and make a rank. And all of a sudden you're in the club and it's all them versus us. And it's just wacky doodle. And so it, it leads to a culture to where many officers, given the most power, Bryce, then the, they're given more power than the president, They're the power to take life on American soil. They have extreme power and authority that we then go, OK, welcome to the job, but shut up. You know, you just need to shut up and do your do your job and let us lead or let us manage or whatever they say. Yeah. And like we're, we're able to take away people's Fourth Amendment rights in certain circumstances. Um, we you're required to know what the call is whether it's your first day on the job or your 10th year if you get on if you're first on scene on a hot call it's your call you're in charge you're the leader until other people get there um and we do we kind of treat it like if you speak up you know there's a, a leader on the shift or there's a sergeant whoever and you speak up with an idea and it's not their idea so they're not going to have anything to do with it uh fortunately i've seen that quite a bit um Whereas we know everything is yours, we never will. And so any input we can get, we still get the final decision, but we don't that our idea is always the best idea. And like you said, that was ingrained more early on. Yeah, it's really one of the dirty little secrets in law enforcement, very toxic, where officers are made to believe that they can't have input, they can't be empowered, they can't lead. And, and our take here at Courageous Leadership is, is if every officer was a leader, every officer was treated as a leader, you'd have a leader on every call in every city and every state in America at all times. You, you know, you wouldn't necessarily need to call the sergeant all the time. You have leaders there. Uh, but you're right, it's territorial. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. We're trying to change that. Uh, we have some of the finest street officers on the planet that work on the American streets with what they face. And oh, yeah. some of the sorriest leaders I've ever seen in my life, to be honest with you. So it's time to change that. And so I certainly appreciate the philosophy from the military that teaches that. And we need more of that in law enforcement. We, as we talk about leaders, Bryce, I know it's helped me a lot. But kind of explain to our audience the power of what stoic philosophy can do for a leader. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what I'm into with the, the title of my show, The Stoic Sentinel, is of the idea of the sentinel. Um, that's always watching, always on the wall, has themselves under complete control, knows their emotion, knows their triggers, uh, and knows who they want to be and what they want to do. Kind of like the, the sage for the Stoics, the sense kind of that ideal uh, philosophy police officer. Um, so for me, because I was a corporal when I, when I found it, um, was kind of just leading by example. I called it being uh, the lighthouse and not the rocks. So without you see me doing hard things, they see me going out and, and doing jobs that some other leaders wouldn't do. Um, I'm not going to ask my guys to do anything that I'm not going to do myself. Um, just keeping that link with them um, as well as uh, just following those virtues, making sure that my ego is not me me my emotions aren't the one the one making decisions for me that everything is a uh intentional about response and not just you know something conscious that's that's leading me in a certain way um and it like i said it leads to humility it leads to knowing that i don't know everything and constantly educating myself constantly taking classes and trying to increase my own skills um and if you do that 
and you take care of your people, then they're going to follow you through hell. Because that's the that I saw in the military and some of the leaders that I've had in the police force. And say so when it, it all comes down to your own personal philosophy, uh, virtues, values, and principles. And if you got those shored up, and this makes it, it's a, it's a cheat code. It really is. Yeah, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, very, very solid stuff. So if our listening audience uh, wants to find out more about the Stoic philosophy, obviously go to the Sentinel podcast, uh, a Stoic Sentinel. Is it Stoic Sentinel? Yeah, Stoic Sentinel podcast. Yep. Check that out. Stoic All the main platforms have that. What else can they grab onto uh, so they can get up to speed? Because I do believe, I think you're onto something here, Bryce. Every law enforcement officer, no matter your rank, can benefit from this. Uh, yeah, um, I definitely recommend uh, those books by Brian Holiday. Um, Eager was the enemy, especially, and Obstacle is the way. Uh, Without me into it, um, I tried it out with stuff like that. Just that uh, overwhelming to jump right into the the ancient philosopher. But uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius has changed a lot of lives. That one's pretty easy to get into. Um, the newer version. If you get one of the old ones, it's all in the old English and really hard to understand. Um, yeah, Amazon's got a bunch of different versions. Just make sure you yeah, get the current the, language one. The new, the new translation by Gregory Hayes is, is my preferred one. Um, and Donald Robertson is, is a, a leading thinker on it. That's really good. But um, there's a there's a book out called The Stoic Cop by Bill Maurer, yep. uh, which is awesome. He's, he's the first one I found when I started into this. And then uh, you can reach me on uh, Instagram at the Stoic Sentinel. Uh, DM me there if you got questions. Uh, you can email me at the Stoic Sentinel at gmail.com. I'm always happy to have a conversation or answer questions. And uh, I'm going to keep putting out a, as many, up, interviewing as many people as I can and uh, try to keep it going. Well, Bryce, you're a prime example of what we refer to here as the power of one. Everyone's got God given talents that an interest that can help the profession you've taken yours uh, in this interest and you're trying to help other people. I can't thank you enough for being here. I can't thank you for all the efforts and dedication that you put out. People don't realize that being a content creator is extremely difficult, extremely time consuming, and you're working full time. I'm sure you got all kinds of other people you're supposed to be taking care of as well with your family. So thank you so much for what you do. You're yep. making a difference guaranteed. I appreciate it. And what we do, I think it's the, the prime proving ground for the philosophy. So uh, happy. Appreciate the kind words. Yes, sir. Bryce Lee, thank you for joining us. And if you've been listening, thank you. And just remember, lead on and stay courageous. Thank you for listening to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates. We invite you to join other courageous leaders at travisyates.org.